Hello everyone and welcome back to It's Your Life and This Is Mine, the podcast with your host Charlotte Emily Price. Today we've got a Grief Diaries episode, I think this is our fifth episode now where we're going to be talking about the grieving process. Yeah, this series is basically designed to help those who are struggling with grief in different ways, different circumstances and to hopefully make you feel less alone in your struggle right now. So today I've got the lovely Georgia joining us and she's going to be opening up about her story. So first of all, how are you? I'm good, thank you. Um, Feeling a little bit burnt out recently and just like I need a holiday and just seeing everyone go on holidays making me so jealous. But yeah, other than that, I've been good. Yeah, have, have you got any like plans this weekend? anything you're looking forward to no I've not really got any plans for like the next few months to be honest it's a pretty Mm -hmm. quiet summer because I'm actually getting married later this year so just like everything is going into that but yeah (laughs) just resting a lot at the minute I was going to say weddings are expensive, right? So you're probably saving right now. Um, very jealous because weddings are my favourite occasion. So that's amazing to hear that you've got that in the pipeline. And I bet you're really excited for it. Yeah, definitely. Um, we're actually eloping. So it's not like I'm having traditional wedding kind of ceremony, but yeah. still exciting. <laughs> yeah, it's exciting. The most important thing is as long as you're happy and you're excited for it, it doesn't have to be like this big, crazy thing. Yeah, definitely. Sure. So... Sort of going into your grief story, are you happy to sort of share maybe like a little bit about why you sort of wanted to come on and talk about it? Like, yeah, basically a brief summary of your story. Yeah, of course. Um, So I've come on this podcast today to talk about losing my nan. Um, She passed away on Christmas Day last year um, and it was basically... I was I was already asleep and it was about half 11 at night I think and my fiance was in bed next to me he was awake still and he woke me up and was like Georgia your phone keeps ringing like who's ringing you at this time and it was like in that moment like I just knew like I knew someone had passed away because like what other reason would my dad have for ringing me that late at night um and basically my nan had had an accident in her home and passed away instantly so it was very sudden and very unexpected and yeah I just wanted to come on to the podcast because it's not like obviously people pass away unexpectedly all the time but I found for me it's been really difficult to find people online that have spoke about people passing away suddenly like usually it's for Mm -hmm. Um, like an illness that's been going on for months which is obviously still just as sad but yeah I've not really like found anyone that spoke about losing someone so suddenly and so unexpected um, which is why I wanted to come on and talk about it. Yeah thank you so much I feel like there will be people listening right now who are also going through what you are as well and I mean it's still semi-raw if it happened did you say the Christmas that just went? Yeah yeah I think exactly seven months today so it's still very yeah very raw yeah yeah same for me to be honest because I my granddad passed on the boxing day that just went but mine was um like a different circumstance because he had cancer and it all sort of we sort of knew it was coming um which still I think I've I've experienced a shock before like a shock death and it is sort of a different experience like how you deal with both things because you sort of know one's coming but it's still a shock when it actually happens even though it's like inevitable but then the absolute shock of not knowing the last time you saw someone or something that can also hurt in another way so 
yeah, thank you for coming on because I feel like you're going to really help some people by opening up and speaking about this. Thank you for having me. Yeah. Um, was this your first time sort of experiencing any sort of grief? Um, I'd say it was my first time experiencing grief to this magnitude. Um, I've had grandparents pass away before. Um, I think my I was about five years old when my granddad died. So I was too young to like properly understand what was happening. And then when my other nan passed away about four years ago, um, I wasn't super close with her. And although it was still sad that she passed away, like I was really close to my nan that passed away last year. So it kind of felt more sad because like, I had so many more memories with her. I spoke to her literally like every single week, saw her all the time. And like, she was just such a big part of my life. And it was kind of like, I'm like mourning all the memories that I'm not going to have with her now. Whereas when I've lost other people, it's like I wasn't, I was either too young or like wasn't super close to them. So it's definitely been a lot worse this time round. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm sorry to hear that. It's, it's such an intense thing to deal with when it's so sudden like that. And yeah, I, I can't even explain like how sorry I am for you. How have you found your grieving process like has it changed throughout those seven months or have you found that you've been sort of like stirring up the same emotions or have you like had different like phases yeah I think I've definitely had different phases um so from the day or the night that she passed away to up to her funeral like looking back that seems like the easiest part of it now because it was just like people like expected me to be sad like that was just inevitable and like I had the funeral to think about and just like celebrating her life with that so although I was so sad and like everything was just so raw and fresh I kind of felt like once the funeral had happened like it seemed like a lot of people not my family but like everyone else that was there like their lives went back to normal and I kind I was kind of like I'm now supposed to like live my life without like my nan here when she was such a big part of it like kind of like learning how to live without her um so that was it was really difficult I found I I have found like after the funeral the worst and it kind of like affected me in ways that I didn't expect like I found the little things even more upsetting than like the bigger things I guess um Mm -hmm. So, for example, like I'd, I used to ring her every Sunday morning and, like, we'd have a catch-up whilst drinking our coffee and eating breakfast. And, like, that first Sunday when, after the funeral and she wasn't here, I was just, like, I would be usually be speaking to Nan right now. And it's just, like, the moments like that where I knew I'd either be speaking with her or be with her that I found the hardest rather than, like, I guess the bigger things that you'd expect, um, which... I don't know if that's like everyone feels like that or a lot of people but mm-hmm. that's just how I felt yeah I was gonna say with the little things I think they're the most like precious moments and things like that are the ones that are gonna stick with you I mean I literally spoke about this morning on my um social media because this there's a song that's just started trending on the for you page and it's such a random song to be trending but it's my granddad's funeral song and it's like I know and it keeps like coming up and I like had a cry this morning and I was like oh that's weird like that it touched me so much because I feel like I've 
not gotten over it, obviously, because it's only been seven months, but I've gone out of the crying stage and more like, oh, like, I wish he was here. And sometimes having the odd cry, but I'm like, how is this song, like, such an old song that was his favourite song, like, why is that trending on TikTok now? Like, it's such a weird thing. But people are people are commenting, like, it's a sign, and I was like, I'll just, I'll try and take that and <laughs> make myself feel better about it. But, yeah, I think it is like, little things like that, like, the favourite song, or, like, when I go visit my nan, because they were inseparable, since they were like young like it's like this weekend it's my brother's birthday and I I went back and I was like oh it's so weird that I go back to my nans and it's not my nan and granddad's anymore like it is but it would they'd usually be like sat dancing around together and I don't know it's just sad to see her living her life alone because all I know is them two together so yeah I think the small things are can be really difficult are you how are you coping now with it do you sometimes sort of have like a blip I think like what you were just saying like when like certain songs come on that like remind me of my nan I'm like sometimes have a little cry but I'm also in like the stage like you where I'm like oh like that's like that's kind of really nice um so that's the stage I'm at at the minute but yeah it's just I don't know how to describe it. It's like, I think it's finally sunk in that she's not here anymore and, like, I'm not going to see her again. And we're in the process of selling her house. So that was really weird to see, like, her house so empty. Um, Mm -hmm. And I think that was one of the things that kind of, like, made it sink in for me that, like, she's not here anymore, she's not coming back. Um, But... Yeah, I think, yeah, I do have, like, the off days, but in general, I think I'm doing I'm doing quite good and I just accepting it. It is interesting, isn't it, like, seeing the different phases, even, like, noticing it in yourself, I feel like, with grieving and, like, how you said you didn't really have time to, like, properly grieve when it first happened because it's, like, organisation of the funeral and all those things that you don't really want to be doing when you're you've just lost someone and when you're like that close of them you're like very involved with the process which is I feel like I felt very similar like I can relate a lot to you um and then it was afterwards where I would have like really bad like I don't even know if it was PTSD as such but I kept seeing my granddad's face like as he was passing because we were all there when he passed around his bed and stuff and I kept seeing that like on Pete like I would be sat lying down next to my boyfriend in bed and he, it would be my granddad's face and stuff like it was I don't know if that was just hallucinations or stress or what 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 it was from but um yeah there was like a really intense period of that and then I would become really angry for a while and then you know like, I think there was a lot of emotions especially in those first few weeks maybe months um and now it is more just the miss the missing and trying to celebrate those good moments but having a cry here and there and that's still fine like it's not like a linear sort of journey which is what I hope this podcast is promoting (laughs) I'm guessing you had a good support network you've got your fiance um and other family were did you find that part of the process easy like having those people around you or did you find that there were some people that maybe weren't there for you as much as you thought um well I actually tested positive for COVID on Christmas morning so Mm -hmm. like my fiance was the only person that I was able to see because I live with him so I wasn't able to be with my family on Christmas or like the days after Christmas so it was kind of like I don't know like I was kind of like forced to deal with the grief like on my own and like just with my fiance around which I guess in a way like it can be a good thing but my family were there 
like because I had to speak to them over the phone and stuff like they were there for us and like I was there for them but I think if I was actually able to like go out like on that day and after I probably would have spent lots more time with my sister because we are really close and I know that she was feeling the exact same as me so it was hard that I wasn't able to see people um but in a way like I look back on it now and I'm like I was able to deal with like I had to deal with the grief then like I wasn't able to go out and like do something to take my mind off it if that makes sense (laughs) Um, and then my friends, like, they were all there for me as well, but my closest friends, apart from one of them, they all live, like, hours away anyway, so it's, we kind of have that friendship where it's, like, you don't see each other for months, but, like, when you do meet up, it's fine, like, nothing's changed, so they were all there for me for that, but I think, I don't know if they, like, didn't know, like, what to say, because my nan hadn't been ill or anything, and it was so sudden, I think in a way it's like a lot harder to know what to say in that situation um but since then like everyone's been great and I know that I have people that I can go to to speak if I need to speak to anyone which is good but yeah it was it was just a weird time (laughs) yeah for sure um I definitely feel like there's there are like you said pros and cons of being alone during that time because I feel like you're in your feelings so you can sort of like let all your emotions out but then also you might want someone I guess it's dependent on person to person some people like to be around a lot of people when they're sad some people like to be in their own space um and I find I don't know if you found this at all like I felt felt a lot of jealousy during that Christmas period where I kept seeing I really should have stayed off my phone but I saw like all these like happy families together um and I was literally having the worst time because I was like my granddad was like passing like he was getting weaker and weaker every day and we were just sort of like watching it happen um which was yeah very stress like stressful and high emotion but yeah and then I was like even jealous of like friend my friends who had had no one pass in their family Jeremy like just a lot of irrational strong emotions that my like brain was going through when I should have just been focusing on me and not worrying about what other people were doing I don't know if you found that at all yeah I can definitely relate to that um I think for me it was more of like like a numb kind of feeling um because it was so sudden and like I wasn't expecting to never see her again after that the days after I was just I was so numb and like I was like you, like, I should have stayed off my phone as well. But it was just, like, when people were doing, like, the new year, new me kind of posts and, like, everything that had, like, happened to them that year that was really good. And I was just, like, like, I don't care. Like, my whole world is just, like, falling apart. And, like, I literally just don't care about anything. Um, But I think, like, I think this Christmas for me will be, like, where maybe like the jealousy and anger kind of comes in because Mm -hmm. that's always going to be like the day that my nan died now like I'm not going to look forward to it in a way that I normally would um so I think this year when it comes to everyone saying like I'm so excited for Christmas like you're excited and stuff I'm just not going to be which might change when it gets closer but that's kind of like how I'm feeling at the minute and I think it's such like a hard time to lose someone because that's like the time for family isn't it like you just be you're around your family and your friends like the whole time that that time of year and it's just like it's just hard knowing that 
one of your, like your favorite people is never going to be there again. Yeah, I think even me and my family were talking about it at the time saying it's so sad because my nan loved Christmas and so did my granddad as well. But it's going to be more difficult this year without them. And I'm going to I it's inevitable. I think we're all going to be very upset. But I'm going to try because all I'm thinking in my head is like he would hate for us all to be upset on Christmas, like when he loves it so much. So I'm like, how am I going to program myself to like, enjoy myself without him there? It's, it's such a difficult one. Yeah, I definitely relate to that because I know my nan wouldn't want any of us to be sad. And it's like it's so hard because you want to like you want to believe that and like do believe it. But mm-hmm. it's like, how can I not be sad? I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah no, I completely agree. What I was going to say is, is there anything you do right now that, like, makes you feel, like, close to your nan or, like, you, I don't know, is there anything that you do or even just sit and think about, like, any memories or anything? Um, So there's a couple of things for me. I think one of the biggest ones is that has helped me is to have, like, actual things that remind me of my nan. Um, so I've got a ring that I wear all the time that's got some of her ashes in, um, which really helps me. And, like, I've got some of her jewellery and I dried some of her funeral flowers and I have them on my bedside table. So um, it's like having the physical things that I see every single day where I'm, like, that, like, I think of my nan in that moment. Um, and another one of the things has been, like, I guess connecting with, like my spiritual beliefs and like what I believe Mm -hmm. happens like when you die and the afterlife and all that kind of stuff and like I believe that my nan is now with my granddad and her parents and all of her loved ones that have passed away and like it's her time now to go and be with them again and I know that well I believe that when I die like I'll be back with her so it's like I'm kind of seeing it in a way of like it's her time to go and be with everyone again and like my time is to now be without her but then I'll be again with her again hopefully in like a long long time but yeah I think yeah just connecting with like what my beliefs are and with Mm -hmm. regards to that what what kind of things have you done to to help you I think I really like that that you spoke about like your spiritual beliefs and things because I feel like that is a way that makes us feel like at peace. I like I like that what you said and same with the physical things I've got like a few like I've kept a few cards because my granddad like taught me how to handwrite and like have to have like this really nice handwriting and stuff. His handwriting was literally stunning and all of the cards from him and my nan were written by him. I've kept them all anyway like I knew I was going to keep them all because I thought they would be great for like my future anyway and like to show my kids and stuff so I've got a lot of his like birthday cards and Christmas cards that he's written to me which is nice I also got to have one of his rings but it has fallen off my finger in the past week so I always had a cry earlier on in the week because of it as well <laughs> so it's somewhere in London right now so if anyone finds a ring a gold ring with a tiger stone in it please bring it back to me because I was really upset the other day and then I tried to tell myself like it's all the memories that are in my head. It's nothing to do with these physical things. Like, it's nice to, it's nice to have them there if they're there. And if, what if, I wouldn't have been able to wear it if I, do you, I mean, if I had the fear of losing anything, I would never wear anything. So I was just trying to, like, put my mind at rest. But it was very sad when I did lose it. But, yeah, things like that, physical things. I've got my cards. I've got my photos. I've got videos. So that's what is most important to me, I think. Yeah, that's really nice. So... 
sort of going on to like coming out of the other side and everything if there was someone listening to this podcast right now who has maybe been in a similar boat to you where they've lost either a nan or a grandparent or lost someone suddenly is there anything that you've experienced that you could maybe like give advice or some even something to make them feel a little bit better right now because I find giving advice to someone who's grieving very hard right because we're all so different yeah I would just say like don't force yourself to feel certain things or feel a certain way like if you're feeling sad or just like having a day where you're grieving is like crying and just wanting to lay in bed like don't feel guilty for doing that and just if you live with your parents or your partner or whatever just like communicate your needs with them um I know for me like in the couple of weeks following my nan passing away there was just times where I just had to say to my fiance like that I literally can't cook dinner right now or I can't do the cleaning right now like I just I just want to cry like I just want to I don't know like just sit here and just not do anything and not think about anything so I'd say yeah just to not not force yourself to feel a certain way or feel how you think you should feel um I think that would probably be like my best advice really it's just like you said it's so hard because everyone grieves in different ways so it's really hard to give like one piece of advice because I don't know everyone's different and I think for me um like certain quotes have helped me as well like there's a quote I think you shared it on one of your other like grief diaries episodes actually but it's the quote that's like grief is just love with nowhere to go um and that that has like really helped me because it's like I don't know it's helped me see grief in a different way because before I just thought grief was just like crying and just feeling sad and like that was it but just having that quote it just made me think like it is just all the love that like I wish I could give to my nan but she's not here so I can't so I think yeah just having that has like helped me change the way I I guess I viewed grief yeah I like that I like that quote as well when I found it I really wanted to share it because it did the same sort of had the same effect on me and it gave grief a positive light rather than just seeing it as like loss crying negative um but yes, yeah, so I'm glad to, glad to know that that's also something that you that helps you because I know quotes and words can be something that makes people feel a bit more at peace. Um, and finally, before you go, is there anything that you wish maybe someone had done for you or said to you when you had gone through your grief? Or feel free to be like, no, because some people like just doing their things their own way as well. Um, I don't know, really. <laughs> Um, I don't know if it's, like, something I wish someone had said to me, but what helped me was just, like, thinking that, like, other people have gone through exactly what I'm going through and, like, they have come out the other side of it. So I guess, like, Mm -hmm. just reminding the person that's lost someone that, like, other people have been through this and come out the other side, like, not in a way that, like... I guess like diminishes how they're feeling but just in a way of like there are other people that have like come out the other side of this I don't know for me I think because I expected a lot from other people and didn't get it so maybe like lowering expectations just in general is quite a good thing as well just for you person like for the person who is grieving because I felt like I wanted everyone to be a little bit more 
like what's the word like sympathetic but I felt like I everyone just like you said carried on with their own lives which they are entitled to do so but to me at the time I think I was expecting everyone to like stop what they were doing and help me when I was going through a crisis but that's not always possible as well yeah I felt the exact same <laughs> so um thank you by the way for joining I really appreciate your time and you coming on and sharing your story are there anything is there anything that you want to like shout out or share like small businesses or anything um no I don't think so just my Instagram mm-hmm. is Georgia underscore Lucia but all I share is pictures of my dogs so <laughs> love that I'm sure people will be going over and also feel free are you keeping your like would you be happy if people messaged you and DM'd you if they were like also in a similar situation and stuff to talk about? It. Yeah, amazing. Go check out um Georgia. I'll leave your Instagram in the podcast description so you can go message her if you want to. And there's also going to be resources linked there as well if you need help right now with your grieving process and need to speak to someone professionally. But yeah, thank you very much for joining me again. Thank you so much for having me. <laughs> I hope you have a lovely day. Thank you. <laughs> you too. <laughs> and we'll see you in a couple of weeks' time for another Grief Diaries episode. Bye. Bye.